0: The following is a recording of the Thomas Paine Unitarian Universalist Fellowship. We are located in Collegeville, Pennsylvania. We are also located on the web at
1: www.tpuuf.org. Please come visit us.
2: Good morning, and welcome to Thomas Paine Unitarian Universalist Fellowship. It's been a while since our only service was on Zoom, but it was a weekly occurrence during the pandemic. So welcome today. Um, Aren't you glad you don't have to go out and drive in the ice and snow? And guess what? It takes a community because Preston and Linda went to the church to shovel the walk and uh, put ice melt out and the parking lot was covered with snow. So, thank you very much to them. And then, John Sayre is at the fellowship in case anybody came there. And uh, he is doing the Zoom portion of our service from the fellowship. So, he's there in person as well. Um, I'm Ann Rostosky, currently the president. And also, today, I'm artist Barbie. So you'll hear more about that later. And um, for those of you who may not have seen the movie, you're gonna hear a lot today about how the movie affected different people. So I think you can relate to it whether you've seen the movie or not. And um, so I will turn this over to glamorous Barbie, Teresa Adams and, possibly independent Barbie to light the chalice today. So take it away, ladies.
1: It's uh, There is a gentleness and an equanimity that expresses itself
3: to the church, which I think is incredibly rare and should be the cornerstone of any spiritual or religious practice. I love how open the church is, but that it also provides the structure and community of religion. I think it keeps returning to a UU. I think I keep returning to a UU church again and again because it resonates with something deep inside of me that feels that all I really know is that I don't know. Unitarian Universalism is the best place for me to experience the fullness of that sentiment of not
1: knowing. And that's a quote by Greta Gerwig, who was the director and the writer of Barbie. So I don't really have a chalice to light. So um, we're just going to pretend that I just want a chalice,
2: okay? I lit one for you, Indy. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Here it is. (laughs) Like I said, it takes a village, right? (laughs) Yeah. Now we will have uh, lighting the peace lamp. Oh, right. May peace be with us
1: and with all the
2: people in the world world. thank you and now we will have our gathering song feel free to sing along you can mute yourself no one will hear you (laughs) just a little introduction to this song the original words in our hymnal are if every woman in the world but this particular singer changed it to be if every person in the world, to make it more universal, I'll I'll say. So um, if you're looking for the hymn in the hymnal, it's if if every woman in the world.
4: (laughs) Hi, my name is Leah. Full disclosure, I've never been to the moon and yet, There's a quote by Michael Collins, who was the pilot on the Apollo 11 mission when Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong touched down on the moon, he was flying the ship. It's a pretty important job too. But what he said was, I truly believe that if the political leaders on Earth could see our planet from 100,000 miles away, that their outlook would change dramatically. And I don't believe we have to go to the moon to understand that our planet is one organism, that we belong to one another, and that war does not benefit anyone, and that taking care of our planet benefits all of us. And so I'm gonna sing this hymn that you may have heard before. I believe that songs are like people, that it's best when we leave ourselves space to grow and evolve. And so I've changed some of the lyrics to reflect how I see the world now. Feel free to sing it the way you're familiar or to try it out my way. In any case, I love you, I appreciate you, and I don't have to go to the moon to know that we belong to one another.
5: Every person in the world had their mind set on freedom. If every person in the world held a sweet dream of peace, if every soul in every nation, young and old, each generation held their hands out in the name of love, that be. Of freedom. If every leader in the world shared our sweet dream of peace, if every leader of every nation worked for justice and liberation, holding hands out in the name of love, there would be no more war. If every nation In the world, set the true course for freedom. If every nation raises children in a culture of peace, if all our kids ignored the borders and reached out in friendship across the waters, refusing to be enemies, then there would be no more.
1: And now we'll hear from our librarian,
2: Barbie, Sheila Sangmeister.
3: So I'm going to share a story with you called I Am Me, A Book of Authenticity. It's written by Susan Verde with art from Peter H. Reynolds. Susan Verde is um, an author who has written some children's books like "Hey Wall and uh, The Three Little Yogis. And you may recognize Peter H Reynolds name because he is an illustrator who has illustrated books like Judy Moody and um, Stink. So for those children out there, they might recognize those titles. You look at the cover page, the title page, you can say that it's published by Abrams books for young readers out of New York. And the person on the front certainly is authentic. They have decided that today is not the best day to wear shoes. Maybe even today would be fun to not wear shoes if you stepped outside and they are certainly
1: royalty. There are things about me that make me different. Sometimes I stand out in a crowd. Sometimes I'm not seen at all and I feel alone. Look carefully, there you go. I start to ask myself, why can't I blend in?
3: and fit the mold. Notice how Peter Reynolds made all of the people who are in the mold look all the same, and yet our young person here
1: wondering why they can't blend in. Maybe I am too little, or maybe too much,
3: but when I stop and look, I see nothing in this world is exactly the same. You see the differences there? difference is what makes life beautiful and miraculous. Look at those two animals. There's things that are the same about them
1: and there are things that are different about them. And when I show who I truly am, I can find my joy, my spark. I have something to contribute. I can't hold back or hold it in.
3: I am someone to be celebrated. Everybody read the next
1: sentence with me. I am me. I can have my own style and decide how I want to show
3: up in the world. I can be grateful for my hair, my skin, my size because they are all mine. I can be
1: proud of my body and thankful for all it can do. I can embrace that I am perfectly imperfect because that is what makes me interesting. I can dance to my own rhythm anytime I want to move and groove. I can learn from others who express themselves with confidence, even when it's hard. I can be a role model for someone who is afraid to show their own true colors. They're encouraging that person. I can celebrate the things in this world that I decide are most meaningful to me.
3: Will you read those words with me?
1: Love, peace, unity, Hope. I can love anyone I choose fully and completely with all my heart. I can notice
3: that every creature, small and grand, has something unique and
1: necessary. Look at the little butterfly. See all of them? <laughs> I can know that community, connection, and
3: and acceptance exist, and I will find them. I can surround myself with those who see me, stand up for me,
1: and support me. That looks like our congregation today. Look at all of the different Barbies there. And Ken. I can be okay knowing not everyone will understand me because I
3: have love for myself. I don't need to hide away, hold back, or compare myself to anyone else because I am me and
1: I matter. You are you and you matter. We are just right. beautiful and miraculous, exactly as we are. And now we're going to take a little bit of me time and practice bringing kind thoughts into our minds and hearts
3: as we breathe in and give ourselves a big hug. These thoughts are called affirmations. First, think of something you really like about yourself. Maybe you like telling jokes or tap dancing. Maybe you are a good friend or helpful to your family. Maybe you like your hairstyle or the color of your eyes. Notice how this thought makes you feel. And take a deep breath and in your mind, say, I am an original and breathe out. Breathe in and say, I am kind and breathe out. Breathe in and say, I am beautiful,
1: and breathe out. Breathe in and say, I am miraculous, and then breathe out. Breathe in and say, I am important, and then breathe out. Breathe in and
3: say, I am just right, exactly as I am, and breathe out. Hug yourself tightly once more and breathe in deeply, Filling your hug and your whole body with all the love you have for yourself. And then slowly breathe out. Keep that feeling with you. Open your eyes and notice how wonderful you feel being you. And then with one of your hands,
1: raise it high in the air. Reach it over your back and give yourself a pat on the back. You are wonderful, just being you.
2: Thank you so much, Sheila. Can you tell she was a teacher and librarian in a previous life? <laughs> She's showing us. <laughs> okay, and uh, now we will have uh, a little monologue, which is kind of an introduction to our, our uh, sharing of our feelings today. So. Um, this is America Ferrera, And when I was in the theater watching this with Mary Lynn Carlisle, who I see is here today, everybody started clapping after this. So just so you know,
6: listen. <laughs> like we have to always be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say you wanna be thin. You have to say you wanna be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but also always be looking out for other people you have to answer for men's bad behavior which is insane but if you point that out you're accused of complaining you're supposed to stay pretty for men but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood but always stand out and always be grateful but never forget that the system is rigged so find a way to acknowledge that but also always be grateful you have to never get old never be rude never show off never be selfish never fall down never fail never show fear never get out of line it's too hard it's too contradictory and nobody gives you a medal or says thank you and it turns out in fact that not only are you doing everything wrong but also everything is your fault
2: (sighs) okay (laughs) Well, yes, the expectation to be perfect. <sighs> that plagued me my whole life and still does at times. For many years, I was a goody two-shoes and then I kind of rebelled against that in uh, high school and college. Uh, today as the artist Barbie, I'm gonna talk about that somewhat. Art is something that I have always loved, and it has had a part in my life for a very long time. I even have some drawings of when I was really, really young that my mother saved. I think I was, you know, one or two, and I was drawing. Um, Throughout school, I always loved art and took many art electives in college. Even now, I take courses and try to produce art. One thing I enjoy about subbing is uh, that I get to teach art class sometimes. And one thing that I have found is that trying to be perfect really holds me back. I'm going to quote an article by artist Anna Heimkreiter. Signs that perfectionism affects your art. Nothing you create ever feels good enough You don't finish your projects. You are looking for someone else's validation that your work is good. Your self-doubt takes away the joy in creating. You don't allow yourself any mistakes or imperfections. You tend to procrastinate. You avoid taking on challenges that might make you grow out of fear of failure. So I think this affects all forms of creativity and art. Um, I know we have many writers here and I think it affects writers the same way. That would be perfectionism. One good thing that came out of the pandemic was that I took some ar- online art courses through DelVal College. The teacher I had, Mary Matthews, she was amazing. You know, trying to teach art virtually is not an easy thing to do but she was very successful at it and she was the kind of teacher that resonated with me she was able to give some suggestions and um, in a way that was not uh, it was reinforcing um, not uh, hurting my confidence i should say um, I've had art teachers before, one that I won't name. And she said, oh, let me go in and fix that for you. And she would actually go into my painting and change it. Fortunately, she became an investment client. <laughs> she was better as that than she was an art teacher. <laughs> but that did not help my, my confidence level. And Mary from DelVal, she uh, had us show our work at some galleries in Doylestown. And I actually sold a couple paintings. So that really was a boost to my confidence. So uh, here's the painting I'm working on now. It shows different icons and uh, things from Greece. And see the the, pic, the lady's face? Well, I have changed that so many times just because I'm trying to get it to be perfect. And guess what? I'm still at it. (laughs) Uh, One interesting aside, the dolphins here, these are uh, from frescoes in Gnosis, uh, a ruin in Crete. But um, there are dolphins like that in the Barbie movie (laughs) when they're traveling across uh, the sea in the boat to real world. (laughs) I thought that was funny. Anyway, my point being that um, I still have that perfectionistic uh, voice in my ear saying, no, that face is just not right yet. But one thing I got out of the Barbie movie is we don't have to be perfect. We can be successful without perfectionism striving for perfectionism can hamper the creative process. So go for it. Only worry about satisfying yourself and not everyone else. And that way you will succeed.
1: Thank you. And now we will have our next song.
7: Ladies Ladies and and gentlemen,
1: gentlemen,
3: Billy
7: Eilish.
8: So
2: And now we will hear from Renee Pigeon, one of our newer members, and she is self-discovery Barbie today.
9: Hi. Um, um, I chose this song because the question, what was I made for, really resonates with me. Um, This is a question that's been on my mind a lot lately and one that I chose to contemplate and really lean into last year. My journey as self-discovery Barbie continues today. The Barbie movie was life-changing and affirming for me. I had never felt so seen, understood, and valued as a woman, mother, wife, and feminist, and I wasn't prepared for the emotional awakening I would experience in a movie theater. I felt like I was given permission to question my life and how society constructs the lives of women's, women, and I was inspired to make changes. Barbie has motivated me to question what I was made for. My journey of self-discovery has allowed me to be open to trying a new belief system and attend this faith community after over three years of being unchurched and having doubts a liberal and affirming faith community existed. My self-discovery journey has allowed me the space to learn to be more comfortable, not completely comfortable, but more comfortable, With giving myself time and space to process my inner thoughts and emotions in ways I never felt brave enough to previously do through therapy and journaling. In 2022, I had started one journal with the encouragement of my therapist. By the end of 2023, I have three separate journals all dedicated to different aspects of my self-discovery journey. I've also felt the confidence in myself to work on my physical health concerns and feel better now at 35 than I ever could have imagined at 25. And most importantly, my life as a mother is always evolving. Every day that my son Michael grows, I grow alongside him, much like we see Gloria adapt um, to her daughter Sasha in the Barbie movie. Barbie has taught me that our journeys in life are ongoing. I plan to learn more about myself each day, and I'm looking forward to continuing to heal, trust, and love myself physically and emotionally through this process. My self-discovery journey may have begun in 2023, but it's one that I never plan to end. I came across a quote this week as I was preparing for this service that I feel embodies how I would like to continue my self-discovery journey. And the quote is, for what it's worth, it's never too late, or in my case, too early, to be whoever you want to be. There's no time limit. Stop whenever you want. You can change or stay the same, there are no rules to this thing we can make the best or the worst of it i hope you make the best of it and i hope you see things that startle you i hope you feel things you never felt before i hope you view people with different i hope you meet people with different points of view i hope you live a life you're proud of it, if you find that you're not i hope you find the courage to start all over again Thank you,
2: Renee, thanks for sharing that with us. And um, now we will have a song that, um, this is one that um, Mental Health Barbie selected and it, she will be talking about it next. That's Nikki Mulholland. And she
8: waited for the guy to show but she didn't know that after he was, busy, he was busy he was busy so Cinderella said plot twist ah!
10: smoke clear, every girl in the whole land woke, woke up and started making demands rapunzel shaved her head so there was nothing to climb on sleeping beauty sued the dude who kissed her while she was asleep and area was confident without any feet tiana went and got a biomedical degree and beauty realized that she was the beast
8: cindy sweetie don't be so emotional you're always so emotional it's fine to be controllable if i'm emotional that'd be the reason for you to address me while you're on your knees in the scary event that i get too emotional during your trial so watch how you're speaking because while well, you were sleeping around every weekend and using your power to prey on the weakest i started your own all season and last i checked cheating is treason I don't need
1: So anyone else relieved to
7: hear those versions? Thank you, Jax, for tearing apart complacent female fairy tales. While I've always been a feminist, it wasn't until I had a daughter of my own who gratefully introduced me to this song that I realized the psychological damage the pretty perfect men will save me BS is doing in our shared stories. Thankfully, movies like Barbie, which so many of all genders related to, are giving us a better empowerment message. We will be who we want, however we want, and we don't need anyone's permission or validation to do so. But the movie also shows us another important aspect of constructing a meaningful life. Succeeding alone is nearly impossible. It helps to have friends and supporters along the way, but in-person social anxiety is pervasive as the majority of our interactions are occurring online. I certainly wouldn't have survived the most difficult period of my life without a supportive husband, family, and working to build a network. Fresh off the rant and anxiety that was 2020, our neighborhood was destroyed by Hurricane Ida on Labor Day weekend, 2021. Watching the pain and devastation of so many families was unbearable. For days, neighbors tried to help each other and raise red flags to the media and authorities for housing, clean water, and electricity for our low-income neighborhood. After a week of barely sleeping or eating, my body wanted to keep going, but my mind had had enough. With no family history or previous diagnosis, no one knew what to make of the mental exhaustion and strain I was experiencing as a psychotic episode. After a week, In a mental health facility, I returned home devastated, feeling like my mind had betrayed me. With so many experiencing mental health issues following the isolation of COVID, it was extremely difficult to find a psychiatric professional who would take on a new client. I was deeply depressed and experiencing suicidal ideations when a Pandora's box of various prior traumas began circling and closing in like a noose. Luckily, the National Association for Mental Illness, NAMI, hosts meetings to provide support for those with mental health needs. There, I find confidants who thought thought I was worth saving and helped me celebrate who I am, as is. As with so many of life's disruptions, my mental health journey turned out to be exactly what I needed. My mind didn't betray me, it actually saved me. From surfacing religious trauma, to ungrieved grief. I needed space to process, heal, and rebuild. I learned what triggers were and how they could manifest over time. I also learned what glimmers were and how we need to create them for ourselves. My greatest source of these happy moments, all of my beautiful, funny, squishable babies are heading out into the world. And how was I going to create glimmers post mommy? Was there a space to reconcile my pre-kids and post-baby self? Thanks to this amazing, welcoming Unitarian Universalist Fellowship and Reverend Andrew's spirituality class, I was able to identify areas where I could reignite community. Advocating for women's rights and those who feel invisible sparked social action here and beyond in my communities. Volunteering, And making connections helped me to rebuild myself stronger and more content than I have ever been. Thank you to everyone here who has met for lunch, taken a walk, sent a text, watched a movie with me. It truly means the world. But I know I'm not alone in feeling alone. In 2023, Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy declared an epidemic of loneliness in the United States. He cited statistics that lacking connection can increase the risk for premature death to levels comparable to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. While movies like Barbie are thankfully shedding the light on mental health experiences, a plan to address the problem is underfunded and often ignored. From your local school boards to local and county officials to state and federal representatives, please help keep this dire mental health situation in the crosshairs of public funding. Someone's life certainly depends on it.
2: Thank you so much, Nikki. Appreciate you sharing with us.
6: We've come to that time of our service called Matters of the Heart. This is an opportunity for you you to share a joy that's lifting you up or a sorrow that's weighing you down with our faith community. Um, We're going to have a brief musical interlude. Uh, This will be uh, Hold My Hope. Uh, by, sung by Christine Perry with Isaac Strader accompanying. Um, So we'll have that here in a second.
0: Hold my hope, hold my tremor.
6: We will bring this time of sharing to a close we're going to play spirit of life this is also a uh, christine perry i believe um so that will get get started here in just a second
1: with the closing
7: words for today. I have very intense feelings of joy or sadness. I used to not like that so much because I was worried it was girly and I wanted to be more stoic. I think this happens a lot. When you're 16, there are qualities you wish you didn't have. And then when you're 30, you're like, thank God I have that. Otherwise, I would be living less vividly. The words of Greta Gerwig, again, Barbie director and co-writer
1: and genius. Since I have the chalice here, I'll say the
2: words to extinguish the chalice. We blow out the flame, but we carry the light with us out into the world. And now we will have our closing song, which was uh, played in the movie, Closer to Fine. I think it's a traditional UU movie. And I don't know if we mentioned that Greta Garwig is, was a UU, and I guess an on and off again UU. <laughs> there are a few articles in the World Magazine that um, she's interviewed. Okay, the song.
11: about my life. Maybe give me insight between black and white. And the best thing you ever done for me is to help me take my life less seriously. It's only life after all. Yeah. Well, darkness has a hunger that's insatiable. And lightness has a call that's hard to hear. And I wrap my fear around me like a blanket. I sail my ship of safety till I sank it. I'm crawling on your shores. And I went to the doctor. I went to the mountains. I looked to the children. I drank from the fountains. There's more than one to these questions pointing me in a crooked line and the less Birds I seek my source for some definitive soul. closer I am I. I, yeah. closer I am Questions pointing me in a crooked line, and the, and the less, less I seek I my source for more more some definitive, closer. I Solace in a bottle, or possibly a friend, and I woke up with a headache like my head against a board, twice as cloudy as I'd been the night before, and I went in seeking clarity. I went to the doctor. Looking
4: and the less I seek my source for some
11: infinite is closer I am divine. closer I am